Hello, welcome to Tales from the Albright, a podcast by the Scranton Public Library. We are here with Angela from the Lackawanna County Children's Library to discuss Halloween programs for children. Um, It's very exciting. We're back into fall, spooky season. It's October, (laughs) one of the most popular times of the year. Pumpkin patches, everything. The first reference to a Halloween party at Children's that I could find was in the Morning Times on October 25th, 1988. The library had just moved into their newly renovated building, which was formerly the Christian Science Church next door to the Albright Memorial Library. In that year, program attendance, membership, circulation, all expanded and all the numbers went up which made sense because there was more room, more space, more people could fit in, people could clearly find things. So it was good. So there was a mention of a Halloween party. I don't know the details, but all the celebrations and Halloween activities started right away after it opened. Then the newspapers continuing through the years always mentioned some sort of Halloween party or program. In more recent years, there are often stories and songs and programs and special events for even the smallest of children. So what do we have coming up this month? Well, we're going to continue that tradition and bring lots of fun to October for Halloween. I have to admit, I'm not a big Halloween person myself, but as part of the Children's Library, we're all very excited for it. And I love the kids in the costumes and the pumpkin patch, and those are my favorite parts. And the candy, of course. I love passing out the candy and, you know, eating the candy. Coming up in October at the Children's Library, we just have one program after another. On Sunday, October 9th at 2 p.m., we have our Bat Chat, which is presented by the Library Friends. Um, They sponsor this event for us. It's our second Sunday program, and the kids will be able to learn all about bats. As far as I know, we will have bats in the library that day, so we will probably not have Miss Angela in the library that day, (laughs) but the kids will be having a great time, and I'll get to hear all about it after the fact. Um, We also have our Danger Club program on the 13th of October, and they're going to be making oozing pumpkins and i have no idea how they're doing that but with miss aubrey it's going to be a great time and it will probably mess be messy but it will be really fun so anybody who's interested in danger club that's the time i say you want to start (laughs) sounds like a good good way to get in um we also have with miss aubrey a band book club that is actually going to be a monthly program like Danger Club, but for Halloween, they're going to be reading different Goosebumps books. So those should be suspenseful and scary and all the reasons I like to be with the little kids. <laughs> so I don't do bats and suspenseful and scary. But I used to love Goosebumps when I was a kid. I still couldn't read those, I don't think. <laughs> I, I remember I had nightmares about, I think it's... Um, Revenge of the Mummy or Return of the mm. Mummy with the classic one with like the mummy looking out of the coffin. Oh my god. I vividly remember having nightmares as a child just over the cover. I don't think yeah. I've ever actually read the book. I just the cover. Nope, it's not for me. And honestly, like I'm a mystery person, but it has to be like, you know, calm. Yeah. <laughs> like the cozy okay. mysteries. The cozy yeah. mysteries. I'm all about the cozy mysteries. That that's just two good words that belong together, I think. Yeah. But Miss Aubrey's gonna make this super fun, I think, for the kids and they should get a lot out of it. 
Um, now, more to my speed, <laughs> we will be having the Little Monster Mash on Wednesday, October 26th, and that is probably more similar to what you were talking about with the first Halloween program mm-hmm. and the history of stories and songs, and those are all really cool things that I didn't know about our library because I've just only been here for five years now, almost yeah. six, so I like... love learning the history with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like um, the Mini Monster Mash started in 2007. Oh, okay. Um, and then has continued. I mean, I assume it was on pause during the COVID pandemic closures. It was definitely on pause yes. for that. Um, last year we did bring it back, but it was definitely on a smaller scale. Mm-hmm. We did two separate sessions so that we could keep the, the group smaller, um, and we had to take out some of the components. But this <laughs> year we are coming back full speed. So it'll be on Wednesday, October 26th for all who are interested um, it's geared for ages, um, infants through preschool, and we definitely want them to come in costume. We love when they're all dressed up. Yeah. And one of the things that we really love about this party is, aside from the stories and games and songs and all the fun story time things that we usually do, we also have a costume parade. And the Albright Library has always been so kind to us in welcoming the children and giving yeah. out snacks and treats. <laughs> and so that's one of our favorite things to do is cross the alley safely, of course, yes. <laughs> with all of our parents and grandparents keeping us together um, and do our little parade throughout the Albright. It's, it's a really fun event for us. So I'm excited that we're going to get to do that again this year. I've missed that. It sounds adorable. It should, it should be really cute. If you like kids in costumes, this is the thing you want to see. Yeah. <laughs> Um, And then for the bigger kids, you know, because they'll be in school during the Monster Mash, but they will not be left out on Thursday the 27th at 6 p.m. So after school, in the evening, giving them time to go home and get all dressed up, we're having a a Disney-themed Halloween dance party. So if they want to come in Disney-related costumes, that's great. They don't have to. They can dress however they want. Um, We'll have Disney music and we'll have dancing and snacks and it will be a spooktacular time. So we're going to be popping through October, I think. And I feel like since Halloween is on a Monday this year, this this provides a great alternative for people who want to still celebrate Halloween but don't necessarily want to be out late on a Monday night. Exactly. And we actually do have our Monday um, infant program, which we will have Monday that Monday night, and it will be <laughs> Halloween-themed, but it's for the really little ones, the babies and toddlers. So, you know, for people who are looking for something to do with their tiny ones that maybe they're just not ready to take them out to strangers' houses asking for candy yet, um, It, like you said, it's, it's a nice alternative to have someplace to go that night they can dress them up and we'll have a great time doing our halloween finger plays and so yeah we we just offer for every age which is kind of my favorite thing about us yes (laughs) there's something for everybody and yeah and it seems like there's a variety there's live animals with the bats and then there's the costumes and then just regular old fun exactly (laughs) exactly things for the bigger kids we can Mm -hmm. make things a little spookier for them and you know a little more simple for myself and the little kids yeah (laughs) I fit in well with the three-year-olds, so. <laughs> but yeah, we should we should have a lot going on. I'm excited about it. And I know you have Halloween-specific 
books. Where can people find those if they want oh, to? Oh, they are very easy to find in our library. We make displays all over the place of Halloween books. Our lobby is usually set up with, um, what's the word? I'm like, seasonal, that's the word I'm going for, with seasonal themed books. Um, so currently we've had back to school and fall related books, but the Halloween books are coming up within the next week. They'll be out all through October. And then we also have a nice space um, on one of the tops of the bookshelves when you first walk into the library and it's very noticeable and that will be all Halloween themed books as well so they they won't be hard to find and of course if you're looking for a specific title ask any one of us and we will absolutely help find it now do people need to register for the programs we do ask for registration primarily at this point because we always have some sort of materials a craft or snacks or something that's going to be going along with the program and of course we want to make sure we have enough we want to be prepared for whatever numbers are coming we are not turning anybody away anymore we are not limiting our program sizes anymore so everybody's welcome but we do ask for registration and where can people reach the Children's Library or register for the programs? Give us a call or come in in person. That's the way we're taking registrations right now. So 570-348-3000, um, extension 3015, if you want to give us a call. Or if you're in the library or coming down to the library, you can register in person as well. And then all of those details will also be on the website as Absolutely. Well. They're on our website. They'll be on Facebook. We have calendars and flyers in the library. If you're old school like me and you like a paper copy or something to take a picture of with your phone, yep, they'll be everywhere. In addition to the programs and the materials, what are some of your favorite things about the holiday in terms of movies, films, books? anything at all oh my goodness i'm honored that you asked i have so many for somebody who's not a big fan of halloween i actually have a lot of favorites <laughs> i love going to the pumpkin patch that's one of my favorite things to do every year and movies i was so excited that we all decided to do a disney themed halloween party because my favorite halloween movie is hocus pocus and i i have to be a little bit you know silly and tell you why I mean I love Disney I'm a huge Disney yeah. fan and it's a great movie but I also happened to be living in Salem at the time that it was filmed and oh so gosh. I got to watch part of the filming like um, a couple of the scenes were filmed on the street just over from where I was living oh, wow. so it was really cool and I still annoy my children when we my grown children when we watch the movie together that's where I lived that's where my house was because it was before them so they have to hear it every year they're you know, they're traumatized but it's it's really cool and I don't know it's one of my favorite things about the holiday and anything else and we have so many great books um at the library that are halloween themed and especially for the little ones one of my all-time favorites is duck and goose find a pumpkin it's just the cutest two little friends looking for the perfect pumpkin and looking in all the wrong places and the third friend finally comes along and is like come on guys go to the pumpkin patch <laughs> yeah like one of those very simple fun stories um and I, I just, it's really cute for kids. So I really get interested, excited about all of those things that I get to share with the kids who come to our programs because we get to talk about all of that and read the stories together and it, it's bonding. We, yes. we just bond over all these things. And I'm sure it helps them become more acquainted with using the library and reading and getting interested in reading because it's those like cultural exactly. landmarks that like are recurring every year so you can exactly. build in the traditions definitely and I love I'm glad you brought that up actually thank you because I one of the things I love most about 
having our own separate space for the children is I think that they're a lot more comfortable not being overwhelmed by all of the other adults who would be using the library. They get to come in and everything is at their level and they feel comfortable and they learn. We keep everything in a pretty set, consistent routine for them so they know what to expect and they start to feel safe. And I always tell, you know, one of the, when I first started at the children's library, one of the little ones that was coming to my program was about a year and a half old. She didn't want anything to do with me. And after about five months, she just got up one day, walked over and sat in my lap and we were best friends. And it got to the point that by the time she was four and a half, she would come to story time every week and walk in and sit across from me. And instead of like, what are we doing today, Miss Angela? She would say, hey, Angela, let's read that book. (laughs) And I love that, that they get that comfortable because we're doing it for them. They should get to enjoy it. They should get to have a say in it. They should get to feel ownership in it. So... Yeah, we try to make it so that it's it's theirs. Yes. And we're incredibly lucky to have everyone at Children's in the Children's Library as well. Oh, thank you yes. so much. It's, it's nice to... I like the partnership. Mm-hmm. I love knowing that, you know, as, as our kids age out, they're just walking next door. Yes. <laughs> and, and we still see them and wave to them. And they come back and forth and they have books from here. And sometimes they still come back over and get books from there. And mm-hmm. it's just, it's nice. It's that, that continuity and seeing them become lifelong library users. That's, it's great. Yeah. Well, thank you for agreeing to be interviewed and sharing all of children's great programs thank that are coming you. up for You make this October. so fun and easy. Oh. Thank you. <laughs> have a great holiday. Thank you. You too. If you have any comments, suggestions, or want to find out how to connect with the Lackawanna County Children's Library, feel free to email me at aloney at albright.org. That is A-L-O-N-E-Y at albright.org. Or feel free to call the library at 348-3000. Thank you. Mm-hmm.